Hey everyone, it's Paul Durham. Welcome to Telling Lies to Children. Before we get started today, I just wanted to uh, give everybody a quick update on my new creative writing workshops for students in grades five through eight. They are called Tribe of the Mind, and uh, those will be kicking off uh, beginning in January 2017. Uh, the first one is on Saturday, January 21st, uh, 8.30 to 12.30. Uh, 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Those are for 5th and 6th graders. And then I'll be meeting with the 7th and 8th graders from 1.30 to 5.30. Uh, and the second uh, session uh, is on Saturday, February 18th. Uh, again, 8.30 to 12.30 for the 5th and 6th graders and 1.30 to 5.30 for 7th to 8th graders. And what is Tribe of the Mind? You may be wondering. Well, it is a uh, creative writing workshop for uh, young creative writers who uh, may want to dig a little deeper into creative writing than what they are able to do on their own in school uh, and uh, other places like that. Um, I have found in my travels that while there are lots of great opportunities for uh, um, uh, sports and drama and uh, all sorts of other extracurriculars, uh, the creative writers of the world and the readers, sometimes they, it's hard for them to find their tribe uh, in school or outside of school for that matter. Um, I was one of those kids who always either had my nose in a book um, or my sleeves rolled up and I was sketching or writing and, and coming up with stories. And um, there's just not always uh, as many supportive uh, either after school or weekend programs for that for uh, kids with those sort of interests. So I uh, I decided I was going to do something about that at least locally in my area along the New Hampshire Sea Coast. So if you have uh, young aspiring creative writers um, in New Hampshire or uh, Massachusetts or Southern Maine, um, these workshops will be meeting monthly in right in downtown Exeter, New Hampshire, uh, at uh, uh, Yoga Life Institute of New Hampshire, which is a beautiful facility. It's a it's a great spot to sort of spread out and relax and uh, be creative and um, open minds and do all sorts of great stuff like that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to really looking forward to them. I think they're they're going to be a whole lot of fun, and, and I can't wait to get started with them. Uh, Pre-registration is open now because space is limited. Um, and if you have a uh, young writer who may be interested, uh, they can go online uh, to my website uh, at pauldurhambooks/tribe, and that's where you can find some more information on Tribe of the Mind. And you will also see a pre-registration form there. Uh, you can sign up and reserve your space for when the final registration starts in December. Um, so. Uh, please check that out if it's something you might be interested in. It's also a great uh, holiday gift at the end of the year, something a little bit different. Instead of uh, uh, you know wrapping something up in a box and putting it under the tree, it's actually an experience that the, that the kids can have. And of course, if it wasn't clear, uh, all of these workshops are conducted exclusively by me. So I will get in there myself uh, with your writers, rolling up our sleeves and really helping them uh, use their ima imagination, help them come up with some skills uh, that they can learn how to uh, build worlds and create new settings and breathe life into their characters. So um, enough with that. Um, pick it up with me after the intro, and I'm going to be talking about my recent experience at the Tampa Bay Times Festival of Reading. Thanks for joining me today. Are the kids gone? Good. It's time for Telling Lies to Children with me, your host, Paul Durham. 
This is a first-of-its-kind podcast, one hosted by a children's author, that's me again, but intended for adults who live and breathe children's literature, that's you. Whether you're a librarian, a media specialist, a teacher, or a parent, we all work with children every day. But sometimes, it's nice to talk like adults with adults who share our love of children's books and publishing. I'll be chatting with editors at the world's biggest publishing houses, literary agents, award-winning authors, booksellers, librarians, and even young readers. Join me and my guests as we give you a candid, behind-the-scenes look at children's publishing, the business of telling lies to children. But only the best kinds of lies, of course. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy the show. And welcome. It's Paul. Um, my intention today was I was going to do a uh, live broadcast from um, the Tampa Bay Times Festival of Reading. I, it's, it, I'm recording this on uh, uh, Tuesday, November 15th, and um, I'm just back from that. Um, but it has been a uh, it's been an eventful week. Um, not just for me, I think for, you know, for everybody, for the country. And, uh, before I, uh, before I talk about, uh, that festival, um, I did just want to weigh in obviously on the, uh, huge topic, um, presidential election that ju- has just passed. Um, I am well aware that, um, uh, many of you are probably not, uh, tuning in to hear a political discussion. Uh, that's not what I do here. I tend to keep my politics to myself, at least on the public side when it comes to uh, my book promotions and talking about children's literature and things like that. Um, uh, again, for good reason. I don't, I don't, that wasn't the intention of, of this podcast. Um, but that said, I, I think um, what's come about, it does affect uh, what I do. Um, it does affect, I, I think, the uh, children's authors of the world. Um, and what I mean by that is because I've been thinking a lot about uh, what uh, we as children's authors and parents um, are to say when we're asked about the presidential election or about who the president is um, by the kids that we interact with. And, you know, the kids don't understand necessarily, for, you know, foreign policy. Um, they don't understand... Um, all the, you know, sort of the international implications or, or you know, domestic policy or, or, or the various uh, complexities of, of government. But they do understand personalities and they understand how people treat each other. And I think what has been bothering me most and, and maybe has been bothering uh, a lot of people most, regardless of whether or not they're Democrats or Republicans, is really the fact um, of of how awful the tone of this election was, and how uh, um, how in effect uh, we have elected somebody who chose to use uh, bullying language and belittling language, and to sort of really present themselves with all of the grace and class of a eighth grade bully, 
Um, and I don't think that I'm exaggerating by saying that. And so when we talk to um, when we talk to kids, when I talk to uh, my daughters, you know, it, it, so often we're talking about um, how to be kind and how to show understanding and how to show um, respect and how to welcome and be open to people who have different ideas or, or to people who are different than us. And as a, a country that is supposed to stand for that, or I, or I, I think we do stand for that, um, it's very difficult to see us elect a president who reflects something so opposite of that. And so that in of itself has really got, got, got me down, and I'm certainly not the only one. Um, but, but that's weighed heavy on, on my mind, you know, for the past, for the past week. And, uh, and it continues to, um, and it, it continues to, I think, make my job and all the other children's authors jobs out there harder, uh, but also even more important in that, you know, like teachers, uh, like librarians, um, like uh, other people who serve as good role models uh, to to children out there, uh, you know, I think we need to continue to write the kind of stories, write the kind of characters, write the kind of heroes that can really inspire our kids and and reflect um, uh, those sort of ideals and those qualities that we hope that they grow up to um, uh, that become second nature to them and. Uh, and so that so it's been a um, I, I think I haven't had a chance to uh, talk uh, or interview um, with any children writers since the election. I hopefully will be doing that in the future. Not that we'll necessarily be talking about politics the whole time. I think uh, very soon many of us will be all politicked out. Um, but I think it just became all the more important um, for us to be very mindful of of you know, what we write and write stories that are um, that are good. And, uh, and by good, I don't necessarily mean the quality of writing. I mean that are um, uh, that mean something, and that can really uh, give children something to something to think about, and to grow from, and to um, uh, and to hopefully inspire them uh, to be um, the best people that they can be. All right. So all of that said, uh, how does that relate? to uh, my trip to uh, Tampa and St. Petersburg for uh, the Tampa Bay Festival of Reading. Well, here's the funny thing. So I've been looking forward to this trip. I always look forward to uh, you know getting away for a couple of days, going to book festivals, meeting readers and fans and things like that. Um, so I've been looking forward to, to, to getting down there. Um, but in the wake of the of the election, uh, as, as I you know as I was just saying, I was I, I was feeling really down. Um, part of me didn't even want to go. Um, it, it just it just felt like. I don't know what's the point, or or I, I just wasn't I wasn't up for it, um, like I uh, like I usually am. Um, but of course, you know, but but I I packed up my stuff. I, you know, I went um, once I got on the plane, was on my way there. You know, I, I got excited and and I was ready to go. It it, it sort of you know it, it put some of that stuff out of my mind. Um, and here's what's here's what's really interesting, and here's where I think this podcast ties into. Um, the last one I, I just had. Um, if you listened uh, listened last week, uh, I was recently uh, speaking, giving a luncheon speech to the Children's Librarians of New Hampshire, and uh, in in that speech, you know, I, I 
I told them I like to tell stories. I don't necessarily like to give speeches. And one of the sections of, of my presentation was what school visits and kids mean to me. And I talked about um, how when I'm dealing with the challenges of being a writer, whether it's um, uh, because sales aren't what I would like them to see or my publisher would like to see, or whether I'm struggling with uh, struggling with the, the actual prose in the writing. Um, or if, uh, you know, if I don't know if I'm going to get another book contract or all those, all those sort of challenges, all those, those, those sort of things that, that can make, um, this job, like any job difficult. I talked about how kids are the ones who remind me why I do it and always make me feel better. So get down to the Tampa Bay festival of reading and, uh, I wake up on, uh, on Saturday morning, you know, fairly early and I head on over to, uh, uh, the University of South Florida campus, which uh, the St. Petersburg campus, um, which, which is a very nice campus. And of course, it helps that it's, you know, 78 degrees and, and it's a beautiful sunny day. Um, when I was, you know, when you live in New Hampshire, uh, you'll take those days in in uh, mid-November. Uh, that's always a nice. So that, that that's one way to start by putting a smile on your face during the day. But I, I get there, and I'm, uh, and and they do a, they do a wonderful job. They you know they have you know breakfast and refreshments and sort of a really nice comfortable check in area for everybody. Um, you know, sitting out on the you know kind of on like the breezeway. Um, very very pleasant morning, and I meet my my. Uh, they, I guess they were called my introducers or my my. Uh, uh, they were sort of like my hosts for the um, uh, for the day, uh, and uh, it was a, a lovely. Um, um, just, just a wonderful uh, a political science professor um, uh, from the university uh, who was uh, who was terrific, and uh, and she was there. She brought along her daughter, um, and her daughter's name was Peggy, and Peggy was uh, Peggy was just amazing. She was so enthusiastic and excited, and she had about a million questions for me about the Luck Uglies. And it was just, you could see sort of the enthusiasm just bubbling out of her. She couldn't sort of contain herself. And she was, you know, she was great and <clears throat> immediately put a, put a smile on my face. It was a great start to the day. And uh, so we hop in a golf cart and they drive me uh, over to where I, um, where I'm presenting. And I, I go into, go into the auditorium and, you know, we're getting all the stuff set up and, um, you know, the equipment. So for the, you know, the, the slideshow and things like that in the background and it was so great to see that room fill up um, with uh, with so many not only kids um, but so many parents and teachers and librarians who who turned out um, to you know to hear me talk about the luck uglies and um, what was really you know really was amazing to me um, and not even amazing what I, I mean I I've traveled to all sorts of places around the country, but what was really nice to see was how diverse the crowd was. Um, uh, kids and families from all different backgrounds, um, all of them, you know, excited about, you know, my books, um, all of them, uh, you know, you know, eager to volunteer and come up and wear the masks. When I do my presentations, I have a lot of volunteer stuff and back and forth. Um, and just such a, you know, such a, such a, such a great, great time. So then, after the presentation was over, um, you know, a lot of people came up with questions and things like that. There was there was going to be a book signing. I was going to sign some books, you know, sort of down the hallway outside, 
and uh, and people come up and they they want to take pictures and and uh, it, which is always which always always fun and always terrific. Um, but there was one family that that totally stuck with me, um, it, and and I'm I'm still thinking about them right now. Um, and they it was actually uh, three generations had had shown up um, to hear me speak, um, and they were um, they were a wonderful um, African American family. Um, there was uh, you know the the mother and the father were there, um, three young daughters, uh, all probably within I would say you know a couple years of each other, um, middle school to elementary school age, um, fans of the book. Um, and they even brought along, um, granny, <laughs> their grand, uh, grandmother. She, she came out to, to hear me talk as well. And they would just, they just stayed afterwards and had, were so appreciative of me spending some time, um, talking with their girls. One, one of whom was an aspiring creative writer. They were, they were homeschooled. Um, and, you know, the mother was, had been working with them, um, as, as far as, you know, helping, helping this particular of the three daughters, um, with their creative writing activities. And, and just to see the just to see the joy and the appreciation in their in their faces um, that I was spending some time talking with their daughters, um, that is such a it's so funny because it's such a humbling um, experience. And and I hope what they saw in return was the joy in the and the appreciation in my eyes and in my face, um, because these were two. Um, Wonderful parents who want a you know a beautiful Saturday afternoon and I and I uh, you know particularly applauded the uh, applauded the dad because dads I know these you know dads work hard all week oftentimes moms do too um, and and spending uh, you know sometimes going off to something like this on a Saturday or or a Sunday um, to hear some fantasy author speak is is not necessarily their their favorite thing to do um, but they were just uh, you know they were so appreciative and I was really appreciative that they took the time to do this for their kids. Um, and that they, that they turned out and, and, um, just to see me, that still amazes me, um, uh, when, when things like that happen. Um, so I spent, uh, I spent a lot, a lot of time talking with that family and, and, and taking lots of pictures. And then I went down the hallway and, uh, spent about 45 minutes signing books. It was terrific. It's always, you know, people sometimes ask me, they're like, oh, this line, your, your hands must get so tired. And, and, oh, and, but it's, you know, it's funny, it's not a chore and it, and it's not a, bur- a burden. Um, you know, seeing those kids wait in line and spending some time talking with everybody and signing their books. Um, there is nothing laborious about that. Um, it is absolute thrill and a, and a privilege for me to do that. And as I tell them, I'll, I'll stay all day and sign their books, um, if I need to. And that family waited in line and I caught them again at the end and we took some great pictures together. And, uh, I, I urged them to keep in touch because, um, I, I, I believe that uh, of the three daughters, the girl who's the writer, her name was Erin. And, um, we need voices like Erin. We need Erin to tell her story. Um, and so I hope they will keep in touch with me. Um, hope they won't be shy and let me know how they are, they are doing. And, um, and the reason why I, I tell that story, the reason why I'm, I'm sharing that with, uh, with, with, with you guys, um, is because it made me just, it just put the wind back in my sails. And, um, and after what for me and what a lot of people was, it was, was a pretty difficult week to get through. Um, it gave me, you know, it, it, it reminded me, uh, that there are, um, there are still 
you know, great people and great kids out there. And kids are kids. It doesn't matter where they where they come from or what their backgrounds are um, or what their parents' politics are necessarily. I mean, they are, you know, they're, they're kids and they, and they, um, they still have big imaginations and they are still hopeful and they still have the world ahead of them. Um, and, and they are truly a, um, uh, they are an inspiration for me. They're the ones that get me, um, um, lift me up when I'm feeling down and, uh, get me motivated again, uh, to keep writing and to keep working and to keep, um, telling great stories that hopefully can inspire them as much as, uh, as they inspire me. Uh, so with that, I am going to cut today's podcast a little bit short because I have to get back to work. I have a book called The Last Gargoyle I have to finish, and I have some more great stories in me that I have to go and tell. So thanks for listening to me today, um, and I will be back, and you'll be hearing my voice and uh, reading my words again very soon. Thanks, everybody. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, Telling Lies to Children was brought to you by well, nobody. Just me and my guests. One of the nice things about being completely unknown in the vast world of podcasting is that you don't have to listen to me read 10 minutes worth of ads at the beginning and end of every episode. But I hope you'll check out my website, pauldurhambooks.com. There you can find out more about the Luck Ugly series, you can book a school visit, you can shop the newly opened Dead Fish Inn gift shop, or just reach out and say hello. I'd love to hear from you. You can also find links to all of my guests' websites and social media there. So until next time, I wish you happy reading, ugly luck, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. See you next time.